was at the sphere opening and I cannot tell you how fucking amazing it is. So imagine Super Bowl weekend, the Super Bowl of boxing. Ryan Garcia, Teofimo Lopez, or even uh, 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 Devin Haney, the winner of With Progress. Then on the undercard, you have Shakur versus William Cepeda. And then, to top it all off, you have Jaime Munguia versus Devrochenko or even Berlanga. And to open it up, you have Kid Austin versus Jojo Diaz, the Super Bowl of boxing. Let's do this. I was at the Sphere opening. Happening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Jamberry Boxing Podcast here in the Colter Ramble Ranch in the Chingany Chen Chek Chen Chek Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J, the cold leader himself. I go by many monikers. The dust has settled. Team Canelo has risen as the number one fighter in the world. Like Canelo says, he is the best and no one can fuck with him. We'll talk about that fight. What are your fight club stuff? Boxing rumors, boxing topics, boxing everything but i don't do this by myself ladies and gentlemen i do have my co-host ready to go ready to flow the one and only beer in the motherfucking house beer hello hello everyone what's going on man? this again yes <clears throat> all good all good man. all good all good Whew. first i want to say everyone thank you for who tuned into with your yes. fight club this past saturday i i want to say that has to be the funnest with your fight club yeah. panel i think we've had in a, in, a, in a minute for real it really was a uh, shout out to jose ramos shout out to chris from the kickback podcast yep. la and shout out to Chris for being a great producer. I was gonna say, yeah, Chris, pretty good. I think good we producer. should. I think we should hire him as producer. We should. <laughs> don't come. Don't come as a commentator. I need you to be in the back. Just, just fucking with the knobs here, man. Just fucking with the knobs. I don't know what happened at the end. The technical difficulties. I know my mic went off. Yeah. Don't what happened there? Yeah. So, but either way, it didn't matter if you couldn't hear me. It, it, the, I mean, I wasn't even. The, I wasn't the star of the show. No, it was no, no. the. The star of the show was Carnitas King. Oh man, Carnitas King! What, um, a, tr- wow. what a trooper! What a trooper for real, man! Um, for people that didn't tune into with your fight club, yeah. first of all, you missed out. You, you still totally got time? Go tune in. Yeah, it's a four-hour show. I, I had mobbers from I Need a Free going. Jesus Christ, four hours! It, it's a long event. It really is. It's a long event. I know. It's an it's a it's the podcast Iron Man matches. Like how, much how long can you go? I mean, <laughs> you know. And uh, Carnitas King always caters the event for us. Shout out to Carnitas King; he, he always caters the event. He does. He made in that, that delicious night. Food. That not only was delicious like always, but he he really really made it with love. <laughs> so what was it that he made a cochinitos de I pibil? Forget that. I think that's how it is. It has a weird name. I couldn't even say it. All I know is just it's so fucking Carnitas delicious. So King told me what I'm gonna show up to watch the prelims. Am I perfect? Um, I'm gonna discuss his stuff and I'm gonna discuss my thing because my thing mm-hmm. was kind of like oh, my thing that is that is that bad as him, but 
Um, I discussed my debacle of that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, shit. Um, so Caritas can calls me two hours before the event and tells me, hey, I think two and a half to three hours before the right. event and tells me, hey, um, so I'm not going to be able to make it. And I'm thinking, fuck, what? I'm thinking something happened. And there's something in emergency. And he goes, I burnt my foot. And I thought he was fucking around because he's. He, he was talking to me like a guy that didn't burn his foot. I mean, I'm in my mind, I'm thinking this guy should be screaming Bloody Mary. Right. Instead, he's like, yeah, well, I burnt my foot. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I burnt my foot pretty bad. And I'm thinking, like, it, he must not really want to show up to the show that he's making up an excuse that he burnt his foot. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, pretty, I burnt my foot pretty bad, and I'm going to send you a picture. I go, what happened? And he goes, he was pulling the tray Ooh. and all the steaming boiling juices from the fucking pork yeah. fell right on his foot. Yeah. Which then gets me to conclude that he was barefoot doing this shit. Yeah, and I'm thinking, hey, you're the cook. You want to be barefoot? Be barefoot. Yeah. And he sends me the picture, and it's fucking god-awful foot. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see it. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, I can't show up, bro. And I'm like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Go to the, go to the doctor. Go get that shit checked out. It looks bad. Don't worry about it. And I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I, my, in my point of view, I'm like, I am not going to be in and say, you know what? Hey, uh, well, are you still going to bring the food, right? Like, yeah. I'm, that, I, that was far out. That was not yeah, even my course. that was not even my peripheral vision mm-hmm. to tell you that. I was like, hey, take care, don't worry about it. And, and then I said the second statement, don't worry about it tonight. We'll handle it. I'll call the boys. We'll set something up. Yeah, I was thinking, fuck it, with Little Caesars Pizza. I was going to say, right? Yeah. I'll tell you to go buy more bags of chips. We'll just do, we'll just buy three cases of pizza mm-hmm. and some fucking friend um those cheese breads, and that's it. And he's like, no, no, man, my mom's um, finishing it up for me. Everything's cool. Just have B-Ray pick it up. And I'm like, bro, you don't got to do anything no more. <laughs> You've done enough. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 just have my, you know, have B-Ray pick it up. And and I'm like, okay, well, just call him when you're ready. And all right, cool. I didn't even know you left. When I saw you in the ring camera, you're walking with the man limping. Ladies and gentlemen, Carritas King. Yeah. Wrapped this, he went to the doctor. The doctor told him, hey, uh, there's nothing to do for it. Here's some ointment. Here's some painkillers. <laughs> right. And just, you know, try not to... Uh, Exert yourself. Yep. And, you know, Carnitas can probably tell him, I got a four-hour telecast <laughs> in, a room full of, in a room full of other men in a, in a small yep. garage. Yep. And most likely, the guy was like, well, don't exert yourself. Carnitas King wrapped his foot and came to the show. Yeah, he did. He came, fucking did. I was surprised. I, I honestly want to think he was in pain that whole night. I think so, too. He must have been in pain. Yeah. He must have been in pain. He didn't drink. No, he didn't. He didn't partake in anything. But, you know, I honestly think he was in much pain. But I think he was the star of the show. I think uh, uh, Jose would agree. Kickback would agree. You would agree. The fan, I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> the fans would agree that, that I think he was the star of the show. He was the star of the show for sure, dude. You know. Um, uh, that's a trooper, man. <clears throat> trooper. He didn't have to. He didn't have he to didn't do have all to. that. And he did. He did. He still so. wanted to show up, do the live show with us. Uh, that's I would I have been I would have been with with okay, him okay just talking yeah. shit to us online and having Escaleto yeah, read it. Exactly. My thing was okay, well he's gone, then I'll just have Escaleto on on the mic and then he can read the mm-hmm. fan interactions yeah. and interact with everybody. That was kind of my game plan, but Canitz King shows up and I'm like, Oh shit, trooper. Trooper indeed. My, so with that's happening to Canitz King. This will be the first and last time I double book myself for two shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't slipped all week. There yeah. was some work related shit. I been, I had been stressed the fuck out all week, um, to the point where we canceled Ram Alcoholics episode. Um, we were supposed to do a live Ram Alcoholics episode. I remember on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. canceled that too because yeah, I was like that. I was just stressed out, and I did ships and after and 
Penny, I told Penny, hey, I'm doing I'm doing the boxing telecast. I need to be done by a certain time so I can then set up everything here. It's me. So I can set up everything here. He goes, yeah, not a problem, not a problem. Shows up an hour late before we agreed upon. <laughs> and I go, okay, well, we need to finish at an hour before these guys show up. Not a problem. He finished on the dot by the time everyone, everyone was here and he was still, he was still here. And I was tired. I didn't sleep. I asked. I had a few drinks on me. And the whole game plan was... I'll, I'll start the show at 12 with him. Yeah. I'll go from 12 to 2. He, and then I'll shoo him off. And from 12 to 4, I'll just take a nap. I'll eat something. Sober up. Yeah. And then and then that'll be enough energy. And I'll have enough energy to do the four-hour and a half telecast. Yeah. Maybe five hours. No, no. He leaves at 4. I'm stressed out. Esqueletos kind of forgot everything I taught him on Friday. <laughs> I'm setting up the camera. I'm setting up the cables. You guys are coming into the room, and I'm like, fuck, yo. Like, yo. And it was stressful. Yeah. I saw it. It was just a stressful night. And it, this always happens to me when I haven't slept right and I'm drinking. It's when my drinking and my sleeping finally say, hey, how are you doing? <laughs> hey, how are you doing? And uh, and they're battling out of like, no, no, no. He needs to drink more. No, no, no. He needs to close yeah. his eyes. Yep. And nine out of ten times, the sleep takes over. And when that happens, the alcohol is like, okay, well, I'm going to fuck his motor skills up. And I'm going to make him slur. And there are moments I can hear myself. And, and, then, and I, a lot of people are like, were you drunk? No, I wasn't drunk. I was actually just sleepy. Yeah. I, I, I always take it as a, did you ever watch uh, The Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Remember when he takes those the, those quaaludes? <laughs> <and then, laughs> that was me. That's when, it, like, basically, again, my sleeping, the alcohol hit, and then sleep takes sleep kind yeah, of bullies yeah, yeah. alcohol, and alcohol's like, okay, well, I'm gonna fuck his motor skills up for you. I'm gonna fuck his motor skills up for you, and now he's gonna be a dick. And luckily enough, my my mic was the only one that was cut off, even though I heard the. The the sometimes one of your guys' mics would go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, I'm glad that my mic was cut off because I felt that it, the stuff that I was saying, I don't even know what I was saying half the time. <laughs> you know, so yeah. that's the last time I do. Uh, you book yourself just uh, back to back. Yeah, that's the last time that I book. I book myself back to back. Definitely not. Nope. Shit like that. You, you, you just can't. Everything has to be canceled. Everything has to be canceled, dude. Because. Yeah. With your fight clip, that's something that yeah, you really have to dedicate just just that only. It's that an day. Iron Man match. It is. It's it an really Iron is. Man match. So it's, it's, it's a else. twelve round match. Yeah, like, you can't half ass it. And no, I, I fell early and I'm like fuck, and I was like fuck that. I'm like luckily enough, I had a a a great group, great key. Yeah, yeah. You know, I had, I had Ramos here and Kickback were here. They did their thing. You were doing your thing, Gabe. Y'all like y'all. Picked up where I left off, yeah, and you did good, and yeah, I think uh, I told I took Penny like, look, this is the last time I do this. Uh, I do a show where I double book myself yeah. because I need to rest. Yeah, like, I need to physically rest, set everything up, and breathe. Yeah. Usa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, "Where's my invite?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was another thing that pissed me off. Like, like was my bitch like he popped up randomly on me, yeah. dude, and I was like, "Okay, well, let me get. I need to knock. I need content. I need to knock it out, but." Yeah, that's the last time I actually do a shit with him. But uh, let's get into the boxing news. Beer, should we talk about last Saturday night? I think why not, right? Last Saturday night. So I feel it might be a little quick one. I mean, overall, what do you think of the pay per view undercard to main event? You know, overall, the pay per view. It was an eighty-five dollar pay per view. It really was. Um, it to me, in my opinion, it wasn't worth my money. 
It was not really worth my money. I know. On paper, it looked good. On paper, everything looked right. great. Ugas oh Barrios, Erickson Lubin versus uh, Ramos. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, on paper, everything was good. And the only reason that I felt it and I kind of advertised that people should buy it is that in boxing, we always get these shit fights. Yeah. Nobody wants to see it on pay-per-view. And I felt this paper, this one was, again, you have two of the best fighters in the pound-for-pound list. One is daring to be great. One guy is arguably maybe the face of boxing mm-hmm. fighting each other and to see who is the best. Yeah. This is kind of it, – it, and we'll talk more about the main event. But to me, I was kind of looking at, okay, well, I have to support this fight because – this is what we look for in boxing. The best friend is the best. The best the best, yeah. You know, not the bullshit fights, not the Logan Pauls or Jake Paul fights KSI that people, fight, or KSI yeah. fights. We're looking for the best versus the best. And so is it, was it overall, when the dust settled, was it worth it? No. but not for me. I know. And, and I'll go into why it wasn't worth it. But I'm finish it. It wasn't worth it for the casual fans. As a boxing kid... It was worth it because it kept boxing alive. Mm-hmm. You know, is it bit? Uh, uh, well, we'll go into it. But overall, like from the main from the beginning card of the co-main event, I think the only thing that was entertaining was the the first fight. The very first fight. That was the best one out of all. I think th- I thought that was going to set the tempo for everything yeah. that was going to move forward, and it didn't. Mario Barrios was Ugas was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I did expect a little more, but yeah, it was okay. Ugas, right eye. I don't think he's ever going to be the same. Not really. I mean, he did say on his Instagram, if anyone that follows him, he did mention that, yeah, again, he's going to look at the eye. He's going to talk with his family. And he's going to know what's going to happen in the future. That indicates to me, like, it's a really 50-50 chance that either he wants to do one more or two more fights, or he's just going to call it quits right I there. think at this stage, you you know, you, you've had three big fights. Sean Porter, Pat Gal, Spence. Spence. You made money on those fights. You're I living good. Did. Yeah. You know, like I, I said on the telecast, people that fuck without Heyman, he sets you up after boxing. He actually does. So I don't think he's hurting I for money. We talk shit about Heyman. Yeah. So I don't think that's going to be the thing. Does he, uh, Mario Barrios, all credit to him, beat a guy that I think maybe two years ago, Ugas would have been beating the snot out of him. Yeah, I like to think that too, yeah. And I think he caught him at the right ch- at the right time. Oh, yeah, for, perfect opportunity for for Barrios. No, no disrespect to Mario Barrios. So I'm just saying. No, no, no. Exactly. But I said it on the telecast. That win now makes even Tank Davis's win even look more even impressive. Look more impressive. Like it's aged like wine. Yep. Because no one's been able to do to Mario Barrios what Tank was able to do. Not Thurman and not Ugas. No. And and I feel I, that Mario Barrios looked good both of those fights. Oh, I agree. So I mean, I, I can still hear I can still hear people saying like, "Well, you know, he was drained." Well, he wasn't draining these two fights, and he's looked fucking tremendous. Yeah. And Keith Thurman wasn't able to do ha- not even close to what nah, Tank did. Even. So, nope. um, and then you had the Erickson Lubin, the, the Lubin versus uh, Ramos fight. What the fuck were they watching, man? The judges. This is this is why I think and for sure. What is not high? So I saw. <laughs> and for sure, I still remember that fight. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. Sleep. Yeah, sleep, exactly. I, I wasn't sleep drunk. I was like, what the fuck? I felt that, that Ramos won the fight. Ramos had a look as if like, hey, it is what it is. It comes with Ra- it. I felt That's that sad. Ramos won the first four rounds. Mm-hmm. I felt Lubin won maybe five, six, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. And I think Ramos pulled away in the in the yeah, other round. It was a 10. about right. So I think he took the majority of those fights. I think it should have been uh, Ramos winning that fight. 
I don't know what they were watching. This is one of the reasons why boxing gets criticized. Fuck yeah. For fights like this. Ridiculous. Why people criticize and when I'm hearing, oh, 84 bucks for this garbage. This is one of the sour tastes left in the boxing mm-hmm. fans' mouth. Bo- casual, mm-hmm. sorry, casual boxing fans' mouth when they pay for this pay-per-view. Yeah. Like, okay, first you get the first fight. You're, yeah, yeah, Fuck fucking slobber knocker. Yeah. Then you get the second fight. It's it's not really a barn burner, but it's a decent fight. Yeah. Okay, okay. You you know, you you still got the energy going. And then you get the Erickson Lubin uh, Ramos fight and you're kind of like, okay, this is kind of steering towards a long fight. And then you get to the card and, and even a casual fan can realize who won the fight and yeah. then you hear it's the opposite. And I've been I've been to places where you're the only boxing hand and everyone else is like uh, casual, and they'll look at you like, "Hey, well, you, the other guy won, right?" And, and, <laughs> and nine out of ten, you're like, "Yeah." And even when the boxing goes, "Yeah," everyone's uh, everyone has this fucking like, "This is why I don't like boxing," and this and that. This what happened that Saturday. That fight left a sour taste. So when you get into the main event, you're hoping to get rid of this bad taste in your Oof. mouth of this horrible decision. This horrible decision. I don't blame. I don't blame Erickson Lubin. Erickson Lubin didn't go and give cash to the judges. I blame the incompetent judging of what they're watching. I don't know what they're watching. I don't know what they they felt there was a why Er Lubin should have won. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't, I don't see anything they indicated that he should have won. Like I said, I think he won five, six, maybe seven. Mm-hmm. He won three out of the ten rounds. Yeah, I felt that. Ramos took seven of those rounds, you know, convincingly took those rounds. And what sucks is that the stock of Erickson Lubin falls even though he won and Ramos' stock rises. Mm -hmm. So I think that kid should have nothing to be ashamed about and I think he should bounce back. Of course. Possibly try to get a rematch, but if not, you move on. 154 pound right now, it's going to be a hot division right now because when we get to the main event, we don't know what's going to happen. Now we get to the main event. Ugh. I had Canelo trying to not uh, Canelo getting a stoppage win in the tenth. Yeah. You had Canelo by decision. By decision. Ramos had decision. Mm-hmm. Chris had the eleventh round, and I think Gabe had Canelo by decision. Right? Yeah, I believe so. Yes. The only one that was in the house that was pro, pro Charlo <laughs> was the, was Skeleto, right? the casual. Skeleto. <laughs> casual. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, he, he should have shaved his head on that. Yeah. One. <laughs> he should have shaved. He should have shaved the fucking head. We should have put that bet yeah, up. We like, should have put that fucking bet. Yeah, you need to shave. He did not. Oh man. Uh, I'll go with you first. What was your take oh, on the fight? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Um, you know what? Uh, when when it comes to this, what I'm about to say, I always like to remind everyone that again, I, I respect every man, woman that steps in the boxing ring. They mm-hmm. put their lives on the of line. Course. They really do. So. Again, I really want to make it known to that. Okay? So I respect everyone that does that. But at the same fucking time, that being said, we for the for the folks that did put in those eighty five dollars or whatever, eighty nine ninety nine, whatever it was the, the the price, you know, you're we're putting our hard work money into this. Yes. And at the end, especially when it comes to the main event, we didn't get much shit. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't see much all I saw, but I'm sorry to say, I, I, again, I hate saying this because this is what a lot, especially casuals will say, but I'm sorry, but it's, it looked like Charlo just came in just to get a, just get a paycheck. That was it. Mm-hmm. He, was just, he was just in survival mode. I hardly saw anything that made me feel like, go like, okay, this guy had a game plan or he's really is trying out there. It was almost like he's just, the game plan was be there, survive, don't lose by a knockout. 
It's okay to be dropped, but get back up and just so fucking survive. That's what I got. And I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't get what I thought that I was I was expecting to get. And again, this is probably on that part is on me for sure. Cause I try not to have high expectations. But I had really had expectations for this fight. I did expect this to be a bit of competitive. It wasn't fucking competitive. This was not. Can I don't walk them down? Can I don't beat them up? Twelve fucking rounds. I, if I remember when I scored this fight, I don't think I gave Charlo one fucking round. I don't think you did. Steve Farhurd gave him one. Two of the three judges, I believe, gave him two rounds. And one judge gave him one fucking round. My drunk sleep, I don't think I gave him one round. Why? I, I gave him one fucking round. He had moments, but it was not enough in my, my eyes to score him the, 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 the round. So that's my take. I didn't much like it. Charlo seemed like he just went in there to get a paycheck. And and again, I understand, right, if you put your lives on the line. But again, we're putting our hard work money into these pay-per-view fights, and we didn't get what our money's worth. All right. I'm going to say this right here. I agree with almost everything you had to say except for the fact that Charlo went in there to just get a paycheck. Mm-hmm. I said it on I said it on the prediction episode that this fight was good on paper because you had the 154 pound mm-hmm. on this Peter Champ moving up 14 pounds north to 168. And I said that Charlo was technically a little bit better, mm-hmm. a little bit more explosive, not that explosive, but good, but had lack of defense. And I felt that going into the second half of the fight, the weight would be a, the weight would be an issue where Canelo would bully his way into the fight, yeah. and he would catch he would catch Charlo with the punch, and then he would get rid of Charlo or the corner would throw in the towel. I was wrong on getting rid of him. He didn't get rid of him. I I was uh, I was so about right about technically yes Charlo had his spots. But this is what I said. Charlo has his spots. In, uh, Charlo will have his, will have lulls in the fight, and that will give, that will give Canelo the advantage to bully him. And then I felt that the weight advantage was going to be the issue. I said it on the telegram. I'll say it again. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson better said it best himself. Everyone has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. I felt that Jamel Charlo, uh, Derek James, Joan Guzman. All walked in there with the game plan on how to beat up Canelo. But like everyone said, like even Floyd, the the, the great Floyd Mayweather said, everyone has a game plan until they step into the ring with me. Mm-hmm. For years, I keep seeing the meme. Oh, Charlo kept saying, oh, I can beat him. I can beat oh, him. Oh, God. You, you know what? I've seen all those memes. I can beat him. I, or- I felt if the fight was at 154, I think it would be a different outcome. But you're, fighting, you're moving up 14 pounds north. What have we been saying with Crawford yeah. talking about, oh, I can he- beat Canelo? There are weight classes for, for a, a reason, reason, ladies and gentlemen. There are weight classes for a reason. There you go. Too dark in here. There are weight classes for a reason, ladies and gentlemen, for this specific reason. Right now we're watching Canelo Alvarez versus Amir Khan. There are weight classes for a reason. Jermel Charlo. I, I have never been a firm believer of anybody going, well, you know, I I have to I have to, I have to cut weight. I'm actually a guy. I might walk around weight to 180 pounds, you know, and I have to walk, I have to drop down to 147. It does not make you a light heavyweight, my friend. Your best weight, you're competing at at 100 at 154. And you're walking around around 170, 170, 180 
It doesn't mean you can make 160 and beat up these guys. <laughs> there are weight classes for a reason. Yeah. George Foreman said it best himself. The last thing you go is your power. It, you're right. You're right. But for you to think that you can do what you did in the lower weight classes and do it 14 pounds north is insane. Yeah. Is insane. The reason that's the reason why Nonito Donaire got blasted by Nicholas Walters. There's a that, that that's the reason why you know guys like uh, Lomachenko's are going to have a rough time against naturally bigger men that are athletic. Mm-hmm. There are weight classes for a reason. Charmel Charlo moving up 14 pounds north was the obvious was obviously going to be a, was going to be the issue in this fight. Mm-hmm. Everyone overlooked that. Team the the promotion overlooked it and they they overlooked it, but they sold it to us as yeah. this kid is daring to be the great. But if you notice during the telecast, if you notice in the lead up, no one ever mentioned the fourteen pound difference that this kid was going to put on. Like I said, I felt this kid had to fight the most perfect fight, defensively and technically against yeah. Canelo. And I said it on the I said on the, mm-hmm. he had to fight the best technical fight, and not have any defense lapses. If he's able to do that, he was going to nullify Canelo Alvarez. He didn't do that. I think he felt the, he felt he saw Canelo's speed because I think Canelo's faster than any 168 pounder. Yeah. That's fast. I think he felt Canelo's punches. Oh, for sure. And I think he knew anything he did against an excellent counter puncher like Canelo Alvarez was just going to lead for a knockout. And I agree. I think he went into that I'd rather go to decision than get knocked out tonight. So I'm going to neutralize him by not being that active. Mm-hmm. And I think what made it even obvious was the seventh round knockout, knockdown. Yeah. He hit him. And it was a delayed knockdown. It really was, actually. And I think he felt the power. I think he felt him getting stronger as the rounds went on. And I think he felt, this guy's going to bully me. All I got, I should just go into survival mode. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I even said it in the telecast. This kid, his best option is to catch and shoot him. If Canelo shoots, hit him back like Bivol. When Bivol got took the arm punch, what did Bivol do? He hit him back. Yeah. But there's a difference. Bivol's the bigger guy. Bivol can guy. take a Canelo punch to the arm and come mm-hmm. back with his own right hand. Charlo can't. Charlo's not used to that type of, of a beatdown. You can have eight to ten week training camps. You can train with light heavyweights. You can train with cruiserweights. But when he step into this ring, is a different type of beast. And he fucking had that. You know, I had coworkers telling me, oh, that was a waste of time, blah, blah, blah. This is what happens when you have two elite fighters and you have this type of fight. You had an elite fighter like Jermel Charlo, dared to be great, realized early in the rounds, I'm not going to be able to bully him. I'm, and if I and I'm not going to be able to 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 do what I I'm not going to be able to do what make what what gives me success at 154. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be able to translate it here in mm-hmm. 168. I don't think these guys came up with another game plan. And I think that and then I think that's when he went into okay, well, let me just box him. Let me try to let me try to see if he can get stupid with me. But he didn't. And if not, then let me just try to coast the 12 rounds and not and not take any punishment from this guy. Because at this moment, Canelo Alvarez is in the Mayweather era where I think three years ago, four years ago, Canelo would have searched for the knockout. After the seventh round, I think Canelo would have pressed it. Yeah, yeah. Try to get, try to get the knockout. Canelo's at this stage. If this guy don't want to engage me, I'll, I'm gladly going to take these $50 million to do a 12-round fight. <laughs> By all means, yeah. baby. I am not going to exert myself. I am not going to hurt myself. I am not going to put myself in any danger. If this guy does not want to fight me, I think like I think three, four years ago the Canelo Alvarez would have been like, oh no 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 no, I'm gonna fucking work you. Yeah. I'm gonna work you. I think this Canelo at this stage, I think he lost a step. 
but I think he's cagey enough. I'm telling you, the Canelo is in the he's in the Mayweather um, uh, twilight of his career. Where Mayweather, if 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 it, if it means going twelve rounds, I'll go twelve rounds. I'm not going to exert myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my my mind yeah. and the little bit of skills to out hustle these young guys, to outwork these young cats. Because I've been doing this for twenty years. I know all the tricks. I know how to. I know how to win rounds. I'm gonna work you with my mind, and with with little ability I have left. Because I felt Canelo is like you. Last Saturday night, Canelo did a great performance. He outboxed, arguably me number five best pound for pound fighter in the world. But you, there there were signs that there's there is some decline. He gets 33 years old, but in boxing years he's 43. He's mm-hmm. been in how many fights? He's been fighting since 16 years old, fighting young. I even said on the telly, this guy's been fighting 16, fighting grown men. Mm -hmm. He has wear and tear in his body. And you're starting to see it. But I guess I'm comparing it to Floyd because Floyd in the last six fights on Showtime wasn't the same Floyd that fought Cotto, Mm -hmm. Mayweather, Mosley, Ricky had. He became Money May, which is more, if I can box you, I'm going to box you. But if I need to turn it up, I'll turn it up on you if you force it out of me. Yeah. Charlo wasn't able to force the fight into oh, Canelo, no, so Canelo, so Canelo was 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 okay with just I'm just gonna box you, I'm just gonna bully you, and that's it. And if I can get it, I get it. If I don't, then fuck it. I already got the money in the bank tonight, and the fans already paid. This yeah. arena sold out. I'm good. But I think <clears throat> for people to say, the people for people to for people to insult Jamerson, oh, he just came in to get a paycheck. He just won. You, everyone has a game plan until they get hit in the fucking mm-hmm. mouth. I f- he tried, he felt he couldn't do anything. I think for people to be like, oh, I would have, I would have tried, to, I would have, I would have gone on my shield. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You would not try to get knocked out. You, if you had the ability to box, you'd box them and try to take the least damage. This, this is the, this is the debilitating sport. You're not mm-hmm. stupid. And if you are, then hey, I wish you luck, and I wish you have. I wish you have great medical insurance after mm-hmm. you're done. Yeah, that's my take. That is my take on that yeah. Saturday's fight because I think, I think Canelo did a great job. I think Charlo did a great job. I just think Charlo bit more than what mm-hmm. he can chew. I honestly think that these guys did not have a game plan of what if we cannot implement. Yeah, what we do at one fifty four. I'm just. I'm actually I'm just getting annoyed that I'm like who can who the fuck can at least give this guy a competitive fight? I go, one sixty eight is a very weak division. I think that's why because I know like, come on, like, I know everyone's talking about Benavides. Mm. I think Benavides might be able to bring the fight out of him because I think Benavides likes fights in this high pace yeah. fight, and then I think maybe Benavides might bring it out of maybe. him. Maybe, but I'm I, not confident much with him. But he I'm might either, maybe, but not very confident. With Benavides, I know that's a, that's the fight right now. Everyone really wants to see in that division, but I don't have much high hope. I'm sorry. Well, Benavides would be considered the bigger man who sucks mm-hmm. up to 168. He'd be the guy with the better stamina. Canelo's been known to have le- less stamina, yeah. but last Saturday night had great stamina. But you only had great stamina because you had a guy that wasn't willing to. Engage I was gonna you. say like, I don't mean to disrespect but, Canelo, but of course you look good because you had a know. guy who didn't engage much with him. I don't know. He was training in Lake Tahoe. He looked refreshed. Yeah, he he did. Of so course. I don't know. I think. If there's anybody on paper, I think Benavides gives them on paper gives mm-hmm. them the harder fight. But at this moment, I don't see anybody. Not really. I don't see to nobody. Be with you, and, and I know it's not his fault. But yeah, he's in the division where it's not. It's not that. 
and he's too small for 175. He because is too small. Even Canelo, who dared to be great to fight at 175, mm-hmm. saw the same thing. The shit that I do at 168, I can't do at 175. Yeah, you can't. He so, fucking cannot so do that. Same thing happened to him. So, to me, that's kind of where I correlate. That's my assessment of Jermel Charles' performance. What he tried to do, at what he what he did at 154, he tried mm-hmm. to do 168, 14 pounds north. And was any better accomplishment? No. It's almost like when Kell Brook. Well, I walk around middleweight. I can, I can easily fight Triple G. That's great, bro. But the shit that you do at welterweight isn't going to work no. at middleweight. And we saw what happened. To him. Yeah. So you get what I'm saying? That's why it's called the sweet science. That's why there's weight classes. There's weight classes. Yep. Because if, if there's no weight classes, a flyweight would want to fight a welterweight mm-hmm. every other week. But there's weight classes for a reason. So. It's like a new one going. I'm gonna go fight. I'm gonna go fight Terence Crawford next because I can do it. After seeing that, that that for sure made me go like, yeah, no, bad idea. Crawford, don't even fucking think about it. I think Crawford, Crawford would have to fight the the biggest, have to fight the perfect fight. And if guys like Mean Machine and Kell Brook are able to land great punches, imagine what a guy like a big for man real? like Canelo is. Yeah, nah. And there's not going to be no, there's not going to be no catch weight. There's no. not going to be no heart rate hydration because you're going to no. fight a natural big 168 pounder. Exactly. And I think. That's an interesting fight on paper, but I think we're going to see the same thing. Yeah, I agree. And if you notice, Crawford has kind of been mums about it, fighting fighting Canelo. Because I think he saw, like, okay. No, right now, so far, he just talked shit about Charlo. That was it. That's all he said. He said that, you know. Yeah, he but he's not talking about around. Canelo because Canelo's no. kind of brushed him off. Canelo, Canelo brushes him off like he brushes Jake Paul. Yeah. He did, actually. Like, but with Crawford, it was just a simple, like, hey, I mean, if it makes sense. But for right now, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make no fucking sense. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't. It literally does not make sense for Crawford and Canelo to fight. It doesn't. I, it just doesn't. So. No, not at all. But for I guess, and then for Jamal, do you move down to one fifty four? Is there anything for left to prove at one fifty four? Not really. Something tells me no. I, I think that uh, the next time we see him, it's going to be his debut at one sixty. I think so. I think you move to one sixty to one sixty. I think you leave, you vacate the belt. You, you're undisputed. Just mm-hmm. vacate it. You know. Yeah, move up and try to re- replicate yeah. what you did on one fifty four, one sixty. I agree, and I feel like he should just jump to. Yeah, I think I, I think I believe I believe I like to believe that's what he's gonna do. Let's hope one sixty. I hope that's what he does. All right, uh, what's up? I was gonna say like he had. Remember, he signed a three fight deal, so that's one down. I mean, two more to go. Who who do you who do you think? Who do you predict the other two guys? You could sell Jamal, but Jamal's been on a long layoff. Yeah, and I think it'd kind of be the I same shit again. I would not like to see that no more. Nope. Benavides is. Benavides is the one. That, that's the only one I can think of, but I can't think of another one besides the other Charlo brother. I can't think of any other fighter. Nah. Yeah, I, I, I so don't know who else who, they got in mind. I don't know who else they're gonna fucking give them? They don't have the. They don't have the light light heavyweight division on on them. They have a couple middleweights, but I mean, who knows? Maybe the <laughs> middleweight. Maybe going to uh, maybe do I have a middleweight do it? I don't know. I don't know. I think. I think honestly. They, the next fight's going to be Jamal. But I think that's a hard sell. It is. Jamal would have to come back, like, literally in December. Yeah. Just to get a fight in. So Which they, I read as a rumor he might fight in November. Well, let's go into the boxing rumor then. Mm-hmm. Boxing rumor has it that he's going to fight Benavides in November. That's uh, with uh, Jer, Jer, Jamal. Jamal, okay. Versus Benavides. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. I don't think so. I think Jamal, if he does fight, it'll probably, he doesn't even look like he's. I don't even. I haven't seen anything. That he, any indication that he's gonna come back? No, for not really. No, no, no indication at all. Actually, he should, but there's no indication. But 
I think he I think it's Jamal Chalomex and I think Benavides is the end. The end fight. And he goes back to the he goes back to Matt to Matchroom and Dizel to do his thing. Yeah, I forgot the uh, fighter's name also that he he might be fighting, but I heard like that was the rumor that he might fight in November. November twenty fifth, I believe. But yeah, that's like the fucking rumor that I heard, I swear. But yeah, with with him, it's not anymore. Before, yeah, but not anymore now. He's been on, he's been gone what two years? I, I think two years. And I know hand injury. Yeah, no, no. I don't, I, but I think he's next. I think they're gonna sell it as that. But after this type of quote unquote stinker, it's gonna be a hard sell to sell on pay per view. I, I totally agree. It's gonna be a very hard sell. You would have to do Cinco de Mayo weekend against Benavides just to. Make up to the fans. Yeah, this fight. Yeah, because uh, again, it's uh, he's been away for two years. I want to say two years at least. And to me, he has to build himself up to at least try to sell that fight to the public. Yeah, I think. I honestly think it'll be that. I think it'll be that. Uh, I think Benavides mm-hmm. is the next. Benavides versus uh, Demetrius Andre. That's the rumor that apparently is going to happen in November. That's the rumor. See. And, and and if that happens, and if Benavides gets beats up and wins against Demetrius Andre, that sets up a May fight. Yeah. And then while in between that fight's happen, while well, well, they're doing that fight, Jamal can probably come back, make his 168-pound mm-hmm. debut yeah. against Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant, yeah. <laughs> and then get that fight out of the way. And yeah. if he wins, he can set himself up for September, and then Canelo finishes his contract up. Yeah. Could do that. There we go. The rumor is he, he Jermall might return, right, on November 25th against Jose uh, Benavides Jr. Well, we'll see what happens. That's like the fucking rumor that's floating. Uh, I There was another rumor, right? That the, uh, so Actually, two more rumors I remember hearing that there were – actually, no, no, no. That rumor got put the rest. The other one is uh, uh, talks of Tiafimo Lopez versus uh, Tank Davis. Teal's been coming out on on uh, Instagram yeah. doing little boxing. He has, actually. That's not a bad fight. No. Not a bad fight, but I don't think that's going to be on 135. No. And Teal has made it very publicly clear. He's not doing catchweights. Doing no catchweights no more. Nope. So, I don't know. I expected that fight to happen a little later, but if it happens, great. I just expect it a little later on. I don't know, man. I would love that, to see that, that that's fight, a, that's a That's a tough fight. I'm a fan of both of them. No, fuck I think, yeah. I think that's a very tough fight. Both are explosive. Mm-hmm. Both have their ways, but I just realistically I don't think that happens. No, I don't think it happens either. I mean, part I guess part of me don't want it yet. No, I feel like build that shit up more, no. man. Build that shit up more. I think the money. I don't think the money is the issue. I think the weight and the rehydration will be the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause Tank still fights at one thirty-five, and I think that would be the issue there. Mm-hmm. The, oh, let's do it at one thirty-eight. Nah, one forty. <laughs> oh, well, we need a tempo. No, and I think that'll be the issue. If I'm, and if I'm Teal and I'm his team, I say no to everything. If they want a catch weight, they want a hybridization weight, you say no. I don't care how much money they offer you, you say no. Because if they're offering you all that, that means they might be threatened. But yeah. <clears throat> what else I, you got? Uh, uh, other ones is, <clears throat> uh, I mean, I think this, we started off with this, right? No, the audio. Oscar Loya wants the Super Bowl boxing to happen. Oscar Loya needs a star and he needs attention. Big, uh, big time, yes. Canelo Alvarez is out there making money. Ryan Garcia is, well, we'll talk about him next. No, of course. Uh-huh. I don't know. My cousin, not my cousin, my brother-in-law, Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy, the California cowboy. 
hit me up and told me, is he on drugs on this video? And I said, most definitely he's on drugs. De La Hoya is De La Hoya, dude. Of course. I think he does more talking on Instagram than he is making fights. Than making sure his fighters are fighting the big fights. The funny thing is that he started Golden Boy to to make a change in the sport of boxing, and he's doing the same thing. He's doing the same thing. You're not causing any change, mm-hmm. and but you're not doing any damage. You're not doing shit. At this moment, you're not doing shit. Not and really. All these fights are unrealistic. I know he just took a pic with Bob Arum saying, you know, I had a great meeting with the Bob father. Let's just be honest. You're not the smartest guy in boxing and a guy like Bob at his age can still out hustle you <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll do this fight here and uh, fucking Bobby Bobby when it comes down to the biggest hustlers in boxing Bobby and Don King are still the top guys Bob does it in, at the elite level still he does he's the biggest hustler man he really does though, at, at the age of, like you said uh, is he he's in? the biggest yeah. hustler in boxing man <laughs> that guy still that fucker still knows how to finesse fighters dude He's still not. He's still not sort of finesse these fighters. So when I saw a picture and he goes, "Out here, I had a very productive meeting with the Bob Father himself," and blah blah blah. We're, why are you trying to make a change in boxing? I don't know. Most likely, Bob is seeing the sinking ship and trying to see all these, see if he can buy out these contracts and take them over to the top rank. He's like Suge Knight. If you're tired of your promoter being on Instagram. <laughs> Talking about changing boxing, you're tired of all that, and you want to be a world champion, and you want to be showcased on main events on 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 well established networks. Come to top rank. <laughs> Come to top rank. Oh, I mean, that's all Bob has to say. Yeah, that's all he has to say. Really. If you're tired of your promoter on Instagram, coked out, you know, shadow boxing, showing his fake six pound, six pack abs, <laughs> are you tired of that? Are you tired about your promoter not showing up to the showing up to the press conference after you lose? And you want to be on a reputable network with a reputable promoter who has a history of building stars? Come to top rank. <laughs> Come to top rank, everybody. Oh, that man. that's basically what I think Bob is doing. Bob yeah. is finessing. Bob's finessing. So he really is. Um, so I, I think that the, the last segment we should we should save for the some legit fight announcements before we get to that. So far that I have here, um, so there's. Man, there's that talk that um, Showtime is leaving the boxing business. I talked about it last week, and mm-hmm. I said that, and I told you that I don't think they're going to leave. I think they're going to walk away, but I think they're going to be in the pay-per-view business. That's instead. the rumor. So the rumor, or the what's going around is that Al Heyman's PBC have reportedly had held talks with Amazon Prime about a potential boxing broadcast deal following reports that Showtime will not be renewing their contract. It's claim Amazon Prime is PBC's preferred destination. The other one is The Zone. I don't think they go to the zone. I don't think so either. I think they go to Prime. And so, uh, yeah, Prime, Amazon Prime. The re- so when I said that last week, where I go, I don't think they're going to be in boxing that much. Mm-hmm. When I mean cha- world championship boxing fights, Showtime championship boxing, but they might do pay-per-view instead. I was really confident about that. But when I you sent me this today, I was like, fuck. The reason I'm saying fuck is that the Amazon Prime is the number one source for the third this third MMA party Um a company called One Championship. Mm-hmm. They're, I think, they're based in Japan. Okay, or based in Japan or China. I'm not too sure. Yeah. Or I think they're the. So right now it's the UFC and it's Bellator and PFL and One Championship. If you want to watch the One Championship fights, it is exclusively only on Prime. 
just like at this moment, if you want to watch UFC and PFL, it's exclusively only on mm. ESPN. Yeah. When I said last week, I honestly think they're going to be in the pay-per-view business. I'm really dead set on that. I think they are. Yeah, it's the rumor that was going But on. after watching that it's been a couple fights since Fox done it, and I thought maybe Fox might just be on the pay-per-view business instead, nah. I honestly think Showtime is going to leave the boxing business just like HBO did. And I think Al Heyman rather work with someone like Prime and put on these fights. The regular fights, the pay-per-view fights, mm-hmm. all right there. Except Prime, Amazon Prime is not selling it as, you know, we're, we're, we're killing pay-per-view but still doing pay-per-view. The Zone has a bad, bad infrastructure. Yeah, I think Prime Amazon Prime might have the better infrastructure to hold someone like the PBC and all its talents. Yeah, and up and up and coming talents. You, if I'm the PBC and I'm and I, you have Amazon Prime and you know Amazon is worth fucking billions of billions of dollars, and they're trying to they're trying to compete against the Netflixes, the ESPN. They're trying to compete against Netflix and Disney Plus. Yeah, and Amazon Prime has one of the best contents right now in the mm-hmm. world right now. That's what I heard. Now you want to compete with them when it comes down to sports. You already got one championship, which is kind of like maybe one of the one of the few competitors left to the UFC. Now you're bringing boxing into this. Believe me, they're going to put a lot of money into this. If I'm if I'm PBC, you start you start hosting Friday night fights, Saturday fights, Sunday fights. You start hosting more fights for these up and coming up and coming fighters to build the next star, because that's what you do. I think Prime would. Prime is, is is right now, I think would be the prime destination to go toe to toe with the zone to dethrone the zone, the zone, and then you go after ESPN. Mm-hmm. So okay. after this, I think, I think they would go more with with uh, Prime than I think the zone. The zone does not have the infrastructure or the money to hold all these guys. I don't think so. You would have to cut the budget off matchroom doc matchroom. You'd have to cut the budget of Oscar De La Hoya's coke uh, coke uh, coke <laughs> habit. And I think at this moment. Last time I heard, they re-signed a multi-fight yeah, deal. Yeah, he said that he with both Matchroom and Golden Boy. So I don't see them signing a big fucking. If they did, they would have monopolized. They almost monopolized the whole boxing game. Oh yeah, for sure. They've almost have done that, and I don't think they will. I don't think so either. But no. who knows? Who knows? Maybe Al Heyman working with the Zone in the in the Ryan Garcia tank fight might have. They might have piqued his interest. Yeah, maybe you know, been like, hey, we you know we got all this right now. We have this. We have this. You know. Maybe, maybe, but I, I can see where again. Maybe the zone. The zone. Okay. I can see the zone kind of like entertaining out and giving him numbers that he likes, and he's kind of looking like, okay, well, you Showtime, what do you got? And they're like, I don't think we can afford you guys at this moment. You know, we we our budget has been going lower and lower to the point yeah. that's what we're doing more pay per views than actual cards. So, in my honest opinion, I think they might go to Amazon, but the reason why is because of the zone signing multi-fight deals with mm-hmm. Matchroom and Golden Boy to produce more fights. Yeah. For you to bring out Heyman and the whole fucking stable, Oof. you must have to offer them a lot of money. They have to. And a lot of freedom to do a lot of work. Yeah, because if they're not offering much shit, that, what the fuck's the point now? Yeah. So That's the point. All right. All right. So the last segments here, these, these are the fights that have been announced, actually, apparently, officially. Um, so... Let's see for from so so far right here Friday October twenty seventh Serrano versus Ramos. 
That's happening. Uh, well, it's actually with a kind of a big deal. It says here, uh, 12 three-minute rounds. First ever woman fight in New York First taking time. place. Uh, 12 rounds, three minutes. That's great. I think this is great for women's boxing. Uh, I know people talk shit because Amanda Serrano is a Jake Paul promoted fighter. Yep. But give Jake Paul credit. His promotion team was able to fight it, the commission, and, and, get, and get access to them fighting three-minute rounds. Exactly. I think it's great. Women it's deserve that. Great. They fucking deserve it. Yes. Uh, I doesn't uh, say here so far where it's taking place. It's fine. Uh, like, but like I've said it before, if an MMA women can fight five five minute rounds, right? why can't women? Why fight? can't they fucking exactly? Do you know they could die. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a, like that's like the old school boxer, like uh, old school boxing commissioner, like hey, we want to sanction this fight for three 12 minute rounds. Why they could die. <laughs> You heard of Richard Cologne? <laughs> women have small brains, and you want to put them in the ring, and they're like, bro, like, have you seen women fight? It's awesome. It's it is. Awesome. It's, it's, it's the fucking coolest thing. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It really is, actually. So, yeah, that that, that got announced. Um, let's see, other fights that were announced. Give me one moment. Right here, of course, uh, we just mentioned the, the, this guy's promoter. Ryan Garcia is returning. He's make, he's going to fight at 140 pounds. Uh, the guy's fighting. Oh, my God. What was his name? Last name is uh, Duarte. But I forgot uh, this first name. Oh, my God. I didn't even say his. Uh, oh, uh, nope. I thought I, I thought I looked for Is it name. Oscar Duarte? I yeah, it's wrong, Oscar right? Duarte. There we go. Oscar Duarte. December 2nd and, and the Alamo Dome, San Antonio. So this is a week before another fight, which we will announce very soon uh, after this as well. Another fight that's happening on this on pay-per-view. So when I can see it comes back, um, of course, I'm interested. Who, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Yes, I am interested how he's going to look for this fight ever, you know, since his first loss against Tank. I am interested in this one. I want to see how he's going to look. But the guy he's fighting, like you said, I remember when I messaged you that, he said, well, he's fighting someone who... who has not fought 140. He's actually a 135 pounder fight. Yeah, he's a 135 pounder who is making most likely his debut. He's from Mexico. Mm-hmm. He's from uh, damn, I can't read it from here. Yeah, but he's a he's a light. He says light, so I'm assuming lightweight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's fighting guy only has one loss, one draw, 21 knockouts out of 26 wins. Yeah, that's the guy he's fighting. December second, Alamodovsky, right? Uh, let me check again. It looks like it's just just on, only on the zone. Yeah, but say there we go. Yeah, they can't do two pay per views uh, two weeks in a row. So no, this is actually just live on the app on the zone. I think after a loss like that, I think they're doing a good job, especially new trainer. Yeah, Derrick James needs this win. <laughs> That's some people were saying. I mean, Derrick James got a win with Anthony Joshua though. Come on, but still, um, I know, but uh, people were just giving him shit like, oh, he's not at a. Very good year. So he yeah. is not actually no. After the year before that, he fucking had a ramp a great year. <sighs> he had a great fucking year. This year is not really. I mean, but everyone, it's it's whatever. It's whatever. Um, I think it's a good fight. Sturdy fighter, you know. At a hundred and forty, a hundred and forty, I think. Yeah, you know, let's work on some of the. I think it's. I think it's to one to take off the ring rust, one to build back his confidence, and to work on what he's learned with Derek James. Yep. And I think this will be a great indicator because if if we don't see nothing, if we see the same old shit, then... <laughs> you didn't really learn much shit. Yeah. 
You know, That's what I'm curious. So yeah. What's gonna happen when he gets punched in the mouth? He's gonna forget everything he learned from Derek James yeah. and revert back to what he's what he's done. He's done. Yeah. Or will Derek James settle him down and be like, hey, like told you, keep your hands up. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We'll see. And the fight that I you know I was just talking about what's gonna happen the week after that, the zone peep review, it's gonna happen. The dream, David Haney. David Haney comes back to the zone fighting uh Regis Porgrace for the WBC super lightweight title. December the ninth. So it's a week after the Ryan Garcia fight. And it's, it's going to take place, if I'm reading, in San Francisco. That's Haney's home backyard. Yeah, you're right. There we go. Um, Good fight. I think, uh, I mean, These own it's, there it's go. about time that Devin Haney finally moved up to 140. I think he'll be, I think it's, he's going to surprise a lot of people that moving up five pounds, how much that's going to do. I think he's going to look amazing, yeah. I think he's going to look amazing. I think everything, even Regis Pro is going to be shocked. I think mm-hmm. Regis Pro is banking on, this guy can't punch, this kid don't do shit. <sighs> I think Devin Haney has actually surprised. sacrificed yeah. himself to make this weight, and I think 140 is going to be a good weight for him. I think so, too. I don't think he's, I don't, I'm not going to give my prediction, but I think it's going to be a real good fight. Yeah, I think so, too. That, mm-hmm. one, I, that one, I'm very, very curious. Very fucking curious. And... All right, the last one here. Um, I, I'm still, I, I'm still with uh, having my guard up a bit, yeah. Because you know, just, you just never know. But the way they make it sound like it's, they sound like it's pretty much sealed. Um, it's happening. It's happening. Tyson Fury versus Alexander Usyk, the undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. So they're saying the fight could take place December 23rd or sometime in January. I hope January. Me too. Me too. Because imagine doing Whittier, two Whittier Fight Clubs in one month. Yeah, no. And especially the ones after the day before your birthday, huh? That's right after my birthday. December 23rd. That's the day after my birthday. So <laughs> I actually, I fucking hope it happened in January. I'm sorry. This is too close to Christmas. They can't do this. I'm sorry. I feel like they're going to I don't think to, so. You know, they, this has to be moved in January. How? I don't give a fuck if they moved it a little bit more to February, March. I don't give a fuck. It just don't happen. Don't happen in December. And if you do have it early, but if you're not gonna have it, if you're gonna have it after, then that's fine. But yes, I have high hopes to be after December. Is it signed, or is it just both guys have agreed to fight, but nothing's been really ironed out? I don't know. Sources say that it's a it's a done deal. They're just now figuring out the date. Well, Saudi Arabia. There we go. That's this is gonna happen over there. Okay, so Saudi Arabia. So it sounds like it's most most likely a fifty fifty split. Right, it has to be. Right, it has to be. It just sounds like uh, they're just trying to figure out the exact weekend. So the which fight's day. taking place where originally it should have taken place. Right. <laughs> where Tyson Fury extended it to, to take it yeah. to the UK to yep. ask for a 70 or 80 20 split. Yes. Um, Gabe called me to brag about this fight. And I said, Look, I just have the money ready, baby. You're going to lose it. <laughs> Look. And I, I got a lot of people going, Well, he shouldn't be planning he's going to fight in Ghana. What the fuck makes you think that Ghana's going to win this fight? And Ghana would have to land the punch of God on Tyson Fury. Yeah. And I get it. You're, Mike Tyson's training him, and Mike has a Mike has a great boxing IQ. You know, he's a he's a student of the game. Well, not even a student. He's a master of the game. Yeah, you know, he's a yeah, fucking boxing but, savant. But I don't think you can train this guy in eight weeks to I don't think beat so. a heavyweight champion of – how do I say this? Of Tyson Fury's caliber. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, unless Tyson Fury is taking this fight lightly, and a lot of people think he is because he's negotiating with uh, with Usyk, 
It should be a quick 12-round fight or 10-round fight for Tyson Fury. He'll get some, you know, ring rust off and he'll fight. And then he'll go back home, rest, and then train to to lose. <laughs> you will lose to Alexander Usyk. No, this is why I feel like it has to be January. He has to have that extra month. <clears throat> be January. January, February. Yeah, Yeah, because then Usyk can make a special cup for himself, a special safeguard for his stomach. Right. <laughs> that's going to be the big fucking thing. Even though... I'm sorry, Fury's not a body, body puncher. I know the thing. He's not a body puncher. You really think he's going to go for the body? Not really a body puncher. He's not a body puncher. With those long-ass arms, you know, swing for the body. Come on. It would, whatever. If the fight happened, that's great. I give all the credit to Tyson Fury. But until I see a press conference announcing this fight... I'll believe it. Right. Well, I mean, actually, no, I'm sorry. For this one, I'll believe it until they're in the ring. That's true. Yeah, because Tyson Fury did back out of the <laughs> he backed Vladimir out Klitschko the fight. Right, because they had a press conference for the, for the, for the rematch. Like and, Bat- and- well, we know if he dresses up like Batman and <laughs> takes someone down, then we know something's wrong with him. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what happens. We'll see. But it's 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 signed, they say. It's signed. They're, it's just, signed. they're just ironing out the, the date. The date. That's what it is they're saying. I think January makes sense. February. Maybe March. Maybe March, yeah. And we'll see. I mean, hopefully Fury doesn't fuck it up going, oh, we're not moving the date. It's going to be like, just like he did against, remember Deontay Wilder when they wanted to fight in December? Yeah. And Wilder's like, no, it's like, like you know, the network is saying no because it's conflicting with an NFL thing. And he's like, no, then we don't fight at all. Like, well, fucking, like, ESPN and Fox want the fight to happen, not this specific date. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big game that weekend. Game that we- what the fuck? <laughs> he thinks he's like, oh, we can, we can beat that. We can do better than that. No, okay. you can't. No, you fucking cannot. <laughs> Again, he probably thought that ah, no, I'm the big fucking draw. The more, especially that Fox was at that. Fox is heavily invested in the yeah, NFL, so exactly. of course they were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can't do, do it. Do it. Do it two weeks from now. Do it right now. Do it two weeks from now. So unless he does that, I mean, I don't see. I don't. I don't see if that happening. No. But if he shuts his fucking mouth and yeah. he accepts his look at this moment. You know, the Saudis, shout out to the Saudi prince. Yeah, Thank Saudi, you, Saudi prince. Saudi prince. <laughs> He's probably telling you, Tyson, shut your mouth, take this money, and just train. Mm-hmm. Just train. I'm yeah. trying to attract people to Saudi Arabia. So shut your mouth. Sh- 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 shut your mouth. <laughs> and just get, you know, just get ready. Be ready. To get ready. Yeah. But yeah. Good? Good. All good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, glad you guys tuned in to... I'll say Whittier Fight Club to a JMBR Boxing Podcast. I know we said we're going to do Whittier Fight Club. I'm still talking about doing a UFC one with Chris. That one I'm working on. Um, maybe, depending on how Gabe feels, <laughs> we might do a small, small, maybe KSI, Logan Paul, fucking Whittier Fight Club, just to talk shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather just do it like real quick, just talk shit. Maybe yeah. just on Instagram, just talk shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'll see what's up. But uh, we're planning to do a couple more events this year, and then, you know, it's going to be a it, it, it's. The, the the next couple of months are going to be pretty big with all these fights happening. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're sporadically going to be doing with your fight club. So keep an eye on that. Um, if you guys want stickers, hit us up on the JB boxing page. Just hit us up They're at this moment, $1 uh, per sticker. So let us know how many you want. Don't forget to follow the rambling Patreon page where we got ships, geek and geek out, rambling alcoholics. Uh, I need a freak podcast and other bonus shows like ships overboard. La Concha. And then Ramble Pregame, which is going back on Patreon after two weeks of being for free. If you guys like those episodes of Ramble Pregame, make sure you guys go tune into the Patreon. Well, subscribe to Patreon so you, can get, you guys can get that exclusively. Be there anything you want to add? Ah, man. Thank you. Uh, tune into an episode of Ramble Alcoholics out this week. 
Uh, new episode of Ships is out this week. New episode of Geek In is out this week. So you got a lot of content to consume from the Rambling Network. And uh, other than that, enjoy yourselves this weekend. Drink responsibly, because uh, I will, because I don't want to get drunk anymore. All right, late. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.